You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. TalkZone.com. Can a radio show keep you safe and protect your rights? The verdict is yes. If it's Scott Weinberg on the law. Once again, here's attorney Scott Weinberg. Welcome back to the show. Well, you know, we want to take you right to New York and what's going on there. Did you read about that insurance, uh, the military got defrauded? Listen to this. The AG, you know, uh, our old friend Andrew Cuomo, of course, the son of the liberal government. But uh, New York uh, Attorney General insurance firms were defrauded military families of millions. Get this. This is unbelievable. New York Attorney General Andrew Cuomo is launching a fraud investigation. Oh, man, this kills me. Into the life insurance industry for practice that appeared to have denied grieving military families. I mean, if you can have anything worse than trying to defraud a grieving military family and others of millions of dollars in life insurance and cash. The Attorney General's office said it appeared that some insurers tell families of fallen military personnel that policy payouts will be placed in interest-bearing accounts. Well, that's good. You know, what, are they going to give them a 1.5%? That'll pay for your bus? Put it in interest-bearing accounts, but the bulk of it will not be placed in the bank. Well, basically, will not be placed in banks insured. Um, so they're not getting any interest, and they're not even going to have it protected. But it's shocking, in it, and it's just plain wrong for multinational life insurance companies to pocket Hundreds of millions in profits that really belong to lost family members. And as Como was saying, you know, they suffered immensely and they're not getting paid out. And they're not earning really any interest while it's all waiting. It's just amazing. I cannot believe how we can try to take care of our families. We say that, oh, we're going to, you know, buy life insurance policies. We're even going to, even if we don't buy them, rely on our government providing them as part of our military service, and then when a tragedy happens, well, they're the first ones to bug out. Isn't that amazing? They'll always take our premiums, right? Insurance companies will always take our money, and then when we need them, they'll come back with, you know, you didn't answer question 42B, section 12 correctly, and that was where you had to say whether or not, you know, your birthday was... Uh, uh, was the 28th instead of the 29th, and we're going to deny you your $500,000 in life insurance for your uh, for your dead husband now, who thankfully, uh, you know, didn't come back to the war. Oh, man, these guys are just unbelievable. Insurance companies, they, I, they should be indicted more often, let me tell you. If nothing else, they're taking my premiums. My premiums go up all the time. I never use my insurance. Why can't it go down? I don't see them giving me any any benefit by saying, oh, you're a good driver and giving me less? They say they do. But believe me, that's pretty rare. Well, I guess not always. But most of the time, it's pretty rare. But I tell you, I, I don't know why they have those uh, problems trying to get life insurance proceeds for people that have fallen in the fallen in the war. I don't even know which war it was. I don't know if it was in uh, coming out of Afghanistan but I don't care where it is. We should always take care of our military. We should always protect the interests of those families. You know, we protect our our um, our stars, right? We protect our, our famous people. I mean, we go around and we worry about 
everybody who is in the paper that's a, that's a star, but the person you never heard of that's serving over in Afghanistan, well, them we're not so concerned about. You know, we had this big thing going on with that uh, NBA player, Lorenzen uh, uh, Wright, who was whose body was found recently, and they found out that now they think that he was murdered. It's unbelievable. You know, there was so much in the paper about him. We don't hear about, you know, Sergeant XYZ in Afghanistan. No reporting about him. But here we've got the, uh, because he was an NBA star, that they found him. And it's a tragedy when anybody dies. But I want to hear about the local guy. I want to hear about not someone that is just always so famous. I want to hear about in the local community what someone either did good or what someone is trying to protect their rights on in that local community. Not just always about stars. Not just always about NBA players. How can we always hear about, you know, the Lindsay Lohan, that debacle? We don't hear about, you know, my cousin. Well, it's because people are only interested in the famous people. They want to know what's going on with the famous people. Let me tell you. I'll tell you what happened to Lindsay Lohan that she could have gotten off. Because I know those lawyers out there. And she wouldn't shut up. It gets back to basically shut your client up. She talked her way right into a jail cell. All she had to do was take responsibility for her actions. All she had to do was, was comply with the terms of probation. You know, that's just like back in Detroit with Kwame. That's all he had to do. He just thumbed his nose at that judge there in Detroit. And he had no choice. He had to violate the guy and send him to prison. If Kwame had made some type of reasonable effort to comply with probation, if Lindsay Lohan in L.A., had, in Beverly Hills, had made some reasonable attempt at trying to comply with the terms of probation, I'm telling you, none of them would have been in jail. None of them would have had their life ruined. You can argue that Lohan's isn't. Someone like Lohan probably thinks it increases her career. People know her better now. I don't know. I guess uh, uh, many stars that get in trouble like that. And then they, then they get forgotten, though. That's the thing. Yeah, they do get forgotten. That's true. I mean, you can have... You can only be a joke for so long, right? Well, there's been jokes for a long time. That's true. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of jokes out there. But they keep making movies, too. So, I don't know. It always depends on, on where you are, I guess, in the country and, and where you are in your career and how much of a joke you can really be. If you want to talk about that or talk about anything else, you can call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's 1-800-7100-529. But I really don't feel that celebrities should have so much focus on their misdeeds. But, but people would argue, and you can call me and tell me what you think, but you can argue that celebrities, because they live in such a... Uh, a higher realm, a higher bubble, a higher visibility that their ordinary endeavors that succeed are always blown out of proportion. Therefore, we should blow their, their negative parts out of proportion. That is what makes it proportionate. We blow their, their little uh, indiscretions out of proportion because these people are, are put on such a high pedestal that we always hear what good things they do. Well, the normal guy, you don't hear what good things to do. The normal guy, you don't hear what bad things to do. Normal guy's just walking through life, trying to pay his bills. Now trying to get a job, trying to save his house, trying to put his kids through college. You don't hear about that. But you hear about whether or not, you know, someone um, said something about, about the Jews. 
or about blacks or might be a little racist. I'm not saying you promote them. I'm saying you now are, are listening to what everybody else says about their own lives, but because these people are famous, now you're hearing about it. Well, you know, maybe it's okay that you hear about their negative aspects too because we really shouldn't hear about their positive aspects because they're just regular people. But, man, we promote people like that. They become famous. Oh, my goodness. You can't shut people up about them. I don't know. you you got to be able to cover it, I guess, and we cover it here on Crime Time Live, all the different celebrities. But we try to cover the people that are local, local everywhere. I mean, we even did that in uh, that case in Provo, uh, Utah. You know, that that is amazing that uh, someone got arrested for uh, a professor's murder. Did you read about that? Utah County Attorney Office sought a grand journey indictment leading to arrest of a son and daughter-in-law in connection with the murder of a former Brigham Young University professor. They were the last ones to see him. They called the police and said, oh, we're being, we were being held. If you remember that case, we're being held, but now we don't know where the people that held us. That was unbelievable. They called the police saying, we're being held. The professor, of course, is dead, and now they're declaring that they had nothing to do with it. Another time, whenever you get anybody investigating you or any type of criminal behavior, I don't care if you did it or not. That's not what I'm talking about. You shut your mouth. Everybody has a right to not speak until you talk to a lawyer, just like they say. Just like they say in the Miranda card. You have a right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. And let me tell you something. Over 20 years, that is the number one mistake people think that they can do, whether they're stopped for a drunk driving or whether they're sitting in their house and someone got hit or whether or not they're being accused of murder. They think they can talk their way out of it. And the number one thing you got to remember is don't speak unless you talk to your attorney. Hey, you can go on our website, one 800 no jail the number onecom and you can learn all about that. We'll go to WeinbergOnTheLaw.com. We have lots of different ways for you to learn how you can protect your rights. So you can call 1-800-7100-LAW. That's 1-800-7100-529, and we'll talk all about it. I don't believe that anybody, anybody should be able to get away with taking over your constitutional right to be quiet. I mean, even if it's a terrible case. You know, I was, t- I was uh, talking about these uh, child porn cases the other day. And listen, criminal defense attorneys, they're not there to decide if you're right or wrong. You know, that's not their job. Criminal defense attorneys, like an emergency room doctor, are there because they're sworn to protect your constitutional rights. They're not going to say, oh, you know, you're charged with, uh, with kiddie porn or charged with drunk driving. You know, you're charged with... Uh, Stealing a person from an old lady, I'm not going to represent you. You know what? That's not what you're representing. Oh, you might think that's what your lawyer is representing. That is not what your lawyer is representing. He's representing your constitutional right to be protected from the intrusions of the government. That's what he's representing. You know, let me tell you something. The cops and the prosecutor and the government, they do their job. I mean, you're going to be protecting your client's constitutional right. You're going to make that government perform the way they should, which is not step all over those articles that our forefathers put together so long ago and with those amendments. But just like the emergency room doctor, he doesn't necessarily agree with the politics 
of the guy's leg who he's setting. I mean, it's we're not going to put Dr. Mud on Devil's Island and because he fixed some assassin's leg in this day, we're going, the doctor's going to treat him because that's what he's sworn to do. So don't get in my face all the time about what kind of clients do criminal lawyers represent. You know what? If you were accused of a crime, I don't care if you did it or not, you want to have the best lawyer in town. You want to be able to afford the best lawyer in town. You want your lawyer to do everything he can to protect yours and your family's rights. You know, everybody argues about, oh, how can you represent these people, whether it's child pornography, whether it's um, blago, you know, federal system, maybe selling seats, whether it's a drunk driver, whatever it is. That is what lawyers are sworn to do. Don't get up in all of everybody's face on whether or not they they should be doing it or not. I mean, that's what their job is. That is what that is what we have sworn to do. And that's what I will do. That is for sure. I definitely feel that every lawyer, especially every criminal lawyer, but every lawyer has an obligation to protect your rights, the individual against the government trampling all of them. You think differently, you call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's 1-800-7100-529. And you tell me about why you think that should be different. I don't know how you're going to make an argument for that. And I'm supposed to say, nah, you know, I don't really like what you did. Eh, you know, I don't really think that, that you should have your rights protected. No. That, that doesn't work it that way. I mean, you might not be able to afford a lawyer. You find a law firm that'll finance you. Or that'll put you on a payment plan. You find a good law firm to do that. Because, you know, lawyers that always want their money up front, let me tell you something. There's law firms out there. We have a law firm that puts you on payment plans. But there are law firms out there that let you pay it out over time. Don't just buy the fact that, oh, I can't afford that five or 10000 or more lawyer. I need to just settle on someone that I don't think can protect me. You go find a lawyer that will protect you and will will allow you as the working guy to get a good representation because that is exactly what that is exactly what you need you need a lawyer in your area you call me at 1-800-7100-LAW and if we can't help you I promise you we will find you a lawyer that feels exactly the way I do because I don't ever ever refer anybody to someone that I don't feel has that kind of I guess, degree of commitment. I mean, whether it's... I don't, I don't let anybody endorse this show. I don't let anybody put commercials on this show. I don't let anybody until unless I feel that they are, I guess, sincere enough. You know, because there's too many jokes out there. There's too many people that just don't care. Well, I care. I'm not be able to represent you, but I can always make sure that you are properly represented. You want any of that, you call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's 1-800-7100-529. You can go to a website, too, at uh, TalkZone.com. Oh, we didn't talk about that. TalkZone.com is our syndicated show across this wonderful country of ours. Go to TalkZone.com. Type in uh, Weinberg on the Law or just Scott Weinberg, and it'll bring you to all our archive shows we've had for <clears throat> a long period of time, all the interviews we've had. Oh, my goodness. We have so many interviews. You want to hear interviews from judges and 
other lawyers that will tell you exactly what your rights are or what's going on in their local area. Politicians that are running for governor, you can listen to exactly. Oh, it's even there in Michigan. You know, you guys in Michigan, we've got that uh, new texting law. We have one of the uh, one of the guys, uh, state senator, that uh, voted for the law and whether or not that should be that should be legal or not. Go read their go read and uh, listen to their comments on that. You know, I don't know about texting. I, I don't know if that should be against the law if other things aren't. Listen, you tell me right now, okay? You tell me. Smoking a cigarette in the car, lighting a flame up to your face where you've got a burning tobacco that's smoking in your, in your face, in your eyes, that's not illegal. But if I answer my phone, that might be illegal. If I'm distracted in any way because I type, that should be illegal. I'm not saying that it isn't a distraction to text. It is. I'm saying, well, then why am I allowed to smoke in my vehicle? I can do other things that are distractions. How come the government now is telling me what I can do selectively in my car? So you can you can eat a sandwich in your car. That's way harder than texting. Can't drink alcohol though. Can't have it open and drinking it, but I can have it unopened in my car. There's so many selective ways that our government peels away minute by minute, second by second, millisecond by millisecond our rights and we don't see it. We think, well, they're just trying to protect us. They're just trying to be, you know, the father figure. You know, we have to wear our seatbelts. Yeah, wearing your seatbelt saves lives. There is no question about it. But you know what? It's my life, and I want to choose. Until that wearing the seatbelt affects the other guy, I don't think you should have a law against it. Now, drinking and driving, let me tell you something, should be against the law. However... You can't stop people from driving after they drank. But it can kill someone else. If drinking and driving only affected me, then maybe it should, you know, maybe there shouldn't be a, a law against it. Because, but it doesn't. It affects others because they can be killed. Me wearing a seatbelt doesn't affect the car in front of me. Texting affects the car in front of me because that is becoming the new killer. Teenagers are dying because they're texting while they're driving. But yeah, but would teenagers die anyways? <laughs> Just because they're stupid? Well, you know, don't, <laughs> how dare you talk about my 15-year-old like that? <laughs> no, I mean, my point is, teenagers, that's one of the number one reasons for deaths in cars for teenagers now is because they're using their phones and texting and drinking. But you know what? They can do other things. If they're going to come in and do that, they got to outlaw everything that's distracted. You go, you can, you can play your radio. You don't think it's distracting? I've represented people. I've represented several people that have been in auto accidents that have killed people because they were playing with their radio, ran through a red light, and killed a family. I remember years ago, I had the exact same case. It's not illegal to use your radio, but I promise you it's just a distraction playing with your iPod and figuring out what song you want to play as it is smoking, as it is texting, but they haven't done that. And my answer to it is because they don't know what to do. The government doesn't know. It's a knee-jerk reaction. They can't just outlaw now uh, smoking in your car. They won't. They can do it in a public place, but they won't do it in your car because it's been accepted for so many decades. They won't outlaw playing with your radio 
for touching something that takes your eyes off the road because it's allowed it for so long. But now because cell phones, now because this new era of technology has taken our eyes off the road for instant communication, well, they're jumping all over that. So I think it is a distraction. I think it should not be allowed because not of what it's going to do to me, but because of what it could do to other passengers in my car and other people on the road if I get an accident. But leave me alone if it's only going to affect me. That's my feeling. Something my something road. ironic actually happened to me yesterday. What was that? That, it, that is this situation. I was texting in my car. I'll be honest, I broke the law. You're going to jail. I right know. See ya. But, uh, so I'm texting, and I hear someone honking. Just, I uh, know, it's not, not for me. Because I, I hold it up over my steering wheel, you know, I hold the, the phone. So I'm... I'm mostly looking at the road, and every now and then I look down to make sure that I'm not spelling something wrong. Yeah, well, so you know, you're you're letting the cops see now that you're exactly, exactly. You know, I'm really I'm I'm ballsy. What can I say? But I I so I keep hearing this honking, and I look over my shoulder, and there's a lady, and it, she she mouths to me, "No texting." <laughs> That's great. Except like she was on her phone. Well, she's yelling at me, no texting. Oh, you know what she was doing? Oh, I just, I died laughing. No. Oh, she's calling the cops, She probably. was calling the cops. Oh, yeah. You. It was so I funny. Laugh, you take off. You're driving around next to the lady calling the cops on you. <laughs> but, you know, actually, it's interesting in Michigan. They have, in terms of the law, they still, they have a, uh, they don't have a right to get your phone. You know that, right? You have a right to refuse. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not they can say, well, they'll come up to your car and say, okay, were you texting? You have no obligation to answer them. And They'll still give you a ticket, though. Well, they might give you a ticket, but you know, they, anybody can give you a ticket for anything. Doesn't mean they have the law against. They don't have the the evidence against you. You can be arrested for drunk driving, just even though you weren't drinking. And the cop can charge you. You can arrest you. Doesn't mean it's going to stick. You think they only can arrest you and charge you with things if they have enough evidence against you? Oh my goodness! Let me tell you something. All you have to do is be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And you can be charged with anything. You might have to get a law firm like mine to get you out. It might cost you money to do it. We'll put you on payment. But it costs you money to do it. But let me tell you, anybody can be charged with anything for anything, whether there's evidence or not, depending on what jurisdiction you're at. So just because you were not texting doesn't mean that you're not going to get that ticket. Oh, but my point was, you have a right to say, no, you can't have my phone. You've got that right. You know, they might arrest you. They might think you're obstructing justice. Depends how ballsy you want to be. It's just like a, like a teenager with an MIP. That teenager has no obligation to take a preliminary breath test. Did you know that? No obligation in Michigan, at least, to take a preliminary breath test. Now, they still might get that MIP ticket. They might not get a good deal in court because they weren't being cooperative. You know what I mean? But what they can do is they can refuse to take that preliminary breath test. Now, are they going to be ballsy enough to do it? You're standing there in front of a police officer, and the police officer's got his gun, and he's got all the rights the government have against us, and basically that is exactly what most teenagers are going to do. They say, yes, officer, I'll take your breath test, and they give them the evidence. But, you know, most of the time it's not the most serious. Most of the time that they can be able to get an attorney to get it where it's a civil infraction so it doesn't go on their criminal record or there's a lot of prosecutors that are pretty reasonable about it and will give first-time offenders a, a break on it but it doesn't mean you don't have a right to refuse you do but if you're driving that vehicle 
If you're driving a car and you refuse, man, there's way more penalties on your license. Suspension, so you need the advice of an attorney. You call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. That's 1-800-7100-LAW, and we'll have our lawyers advise you. I, w- I will give you free consultation. I, I can't stand the lawyers that say, oh, call me, and you've got to pay for, pay for my advice. Let me tell you something. You call us at 1-800-7100-LAW, and we can. We will give you all the free advice we can until we can't. And then, you know, we'll make some kind of payment plan for you. But you always call an attorney. You should always get at least the initial consultation for free, especially when you're talking about trying to protect your individual rights in this country against government intrusion. I'm not talking about whether or not you want to sue someone. I'm talking about whether or not the government's taking their shoe and putting it on your neck. You've got to protect yourself. So you always can call us. Go on WeinbergOnTheLaw.com. Go on TalkZone.com. we got all the different ways for you to see it. Call me at 1-800-7100-LAW. It's 1-800-7100-529. You can listen to our show on Saturday mornings, 11 to 12, all over the uh, net on TalkZone or now in Detroit on 1310 AM, the Progressive Talk Radio. Or you can call us anytime during the week at 1-800-7100-LAW. I do want to say that if you have any issues regarding gun control, that's what we're going to talk about next, next week. Man, I cannot believe that people are so against people getting their CCWs. Did you know it's the number one application now in this country for our rights is applying for gun, applying for CCWs? So get all your questions ready for that, or you can email me at sweinberg123 at gmail.com. And we're going to talk about that next week. Second Amendment rights. Boy, I tell you, that'll get people going. Why are they taking our rights away? Why are they taking my guns away? Moms with guns. That's what we've got going on. Grandmas with guns. Uh, you call me with any of your questions. 1-800-7100-LAW. 1-800-7100-529. And we will make sure that your rights, not just your rights, but your opinions are heard and your rights are protected. We want everybody to have the right to say, Hey, I am an individual. Do not trample on my rights. Well, that's at least what we say here on Weinberg on the Law. Take care. See you next week. Have you or a loved one been arrested or charged with a crime? Do you want to stay out of jail and keep your record clean? Hi, I'm attorney Scott Weinberg, host of Crime Time Live. Heard Saturday mornings, 11 to 12 noon on 1310 WDTW. Call my office anytime to protect your rights at 1-800-NO-JAIL, the number one. Or go to our website at 1-800-NO-JAIL-1.com. We have payment plans for everyone's budget. There should never be a price on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-NO-JAIL on the number one one right now.